If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's packed show, possible inflation and how might it impact the commercial loan interest rates? Well, in studio is the president and owner of Commercial Lending X, yes, Brad Hedick. Also, uh, the importance of home staging, good idea or not? Well, in studio is the premier real estate broker with Compass and Barrington. Yeah, Kim Alden of the Kim Alden team. Also, um, not sure which space for your business? Well, ask the landlord for a proposal. I love that. And in studio is the managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. Yeah, Teresa Mueller. Also, do you really need a home inspection after you made an offer? Wow. In studio to share with us her valuable expertise expertise and tips is the real estate expert from uh, at Properties North Shore. Yeah, that's Paula Avenham. And um, market volatility in real estate and the stock market. Wow. In studio is the premier certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yes, Gary Browner. Uh, yes, we do have a packed house this morning with a lot of valuable information. So get a pencil and paper ready. Uh, good morning, Brad Hedick, president and owner of Commercial Lending X. I love your topic of inflation and how might it impact commercial interest rates. Well, good morning. And uh, fortunately, spring is in the air finally. So uh, hopefully this warm weather will stay and the winter's finally behind us. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I want to spend a minute this morning talking about inflation. And before I dive into concerns about inflation, I kind of first want to be sure everybody's on the same page with what inflation is and what it means. So um, inflation is where, over time, the cost of goods and services in an economy rise. Um, so in essence, the spending power for every dollar in the economy goes down as costs go up. And of course, if costs go up too quickly um, and outpaces like wage growth, as an example, um, consumers can't buy the same amount of products with their dollars that they used to be able to buy. And that's a great concern to everybody. So does inflation mean interest rates go up then? Well, yes, it can lead to in oh. interest rates going up. So the Federal Reserve closely monitors um, inflation, and a little bit of inflation is good because it means we're having growth in the economy. It's where you get too much inflation that things can get overheated. And right now the inflation target is around 2%. Um, and if it starts to get higher, the Federal Reserve has the option of kind of raising interest rates to try to kind of beat back inflation. So there is a lot of concern that inflation could accelerate, and obviously if it does, that is going to raise interest rates or has the potential to raise interest rates pretty quickly. And the reason why that concern is there, just to put some numbers by it, but this most recent gov government stimulus bill was $1.9 trillion. And, you know, our I've been hearing these trillion-dollar printing of money for about – four years now, there's got to be a point in the economy where it's just got to collapse or something's got to happen. Well, in essence, the government is borrowing money to spend it out. And to put it in perspective, all of the tax revenue collected in the last year was $3.83 wow. So we just funded $1.9 additional beyond our normal budget with this last stimulus bill. And I guess you need the stimulus money to get things moving, actually, right? Well, I don't know. 
I'm not going to play an economist this today. I know right. about commercial lending. That's but, right. All right, let me shut up. Listen to you. <laughs> but no, but what I will say is, the these are just jo- questions I have when I hear you, the master of money himself, Brad Hedick, <laughs> talking. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, it, it's very scary because over the last year we've spent 3.9 trillion in stimulus bills. Last year we took in 3.83 trillion, and we need that money to run the regular government. So we just pumped out another 3.9 trillion. Our annual GDP in this country is about $21 trillion. So we have funded about 20% of our GDP. In and of itself, that appears like there's a good chance it's going to be inflationary. On top of that, if you're a consumer, Randy, you, you drive everywhere, right, for your job. You see what's happening with gas prices. You know what? They were pretty low a year ago, and I'm seeing over 3%, over $3 in, wow, yeah, so they're they're back in, in the city. They're over three dollars for sure. Um, food prices. I don't know if you've experienced it when you've gone to a grocery store like I have, but certainly food prices are are definitely up. So, um, although there are many economists that think our economy can kind of take the inflationary pressure right now because so many business units in the country fell off, um, you know, there's there are a lot of economists that think that we will have inflation, and if we do. The federal government's going to be forced to raise interest rates. So what that's going to mean, higher commercial mortgage loan interest rates, potentially higher residential rates, and that has a secondary impact of possibly hurting values, right? As you know, buying and selling homes, if you can't afford to buy as much, then values are going to come down to what people can afford to buy. So So what do you forecast for 2021? In the commercial interest rates. So what what I'm advising people is that if you have loans coming up in the next year to two years, that you probably want to take a hard look at when they're coming up and try to refinance them now if you can and lock in as long a term rates as you're comfortable with. There still are good rates available today. Whether they're going to exist going forward, I can't tell you. SBA 504 rates have gone up a quarter point in just the last month. I know residential mortgage rates are going up, so I would like I had also said in the last show about residential rates. Yeah, they did go up, but it's not like they went from three to four or five percent. These are small increases: three point one, three point two, three point three percent. You know, so yeah, and I don't think we're going to see anything go super fast unless inflation goes really fast. So if all of a sudden all Americans start spending money like crazy and prices really skyrocket. Then, then you could see that happen, and it has is happening in some niche places. Um, two by fours right now, wood for construction over eight dollars a two by four. That's something that was two and a half dollars um, three or four years ago. So there are some places it's making home building more more costly, commercial construction more costly, and, and just so people know, we're watching it closely. We're actually working on our next newsletter, which you can sign up for on our website at commerciallendingx.com. And we're going to have a nice blast out about what's really going on and some good statistics behind it. Again, I'm not saying that we're going to for sure see it, but there's definitely some signs with the way the government's spending I'd say they log on every week to see your newsletter, maybe a couple times a week. How can somebody get a hold of you, Brad Hedick? So best way is email Brad at commerciallendingx, x is an x-ray.com, or 630-988- Four eight five two. And a couple days ago, your wife had a birthday, and you were out celebrating. So, happy birthday to your wife! I oh, think, thank you. Yeah, congratulations. All right. So, uh, think, I, I think it's really great that Brad Hedick, the president and owner of Commercial Lending X, has um, 
the newsletters because you could keep up to date on what's going on right now in the commercial mortgage industry and industries. But um, speaking of great information, I know I've heard about this every year, pros and cons, the importance of home staging, good idea or not. And, and we've got the expert in the studio right now, and um, she is one of the premier real estate brokers from Barrington with Compass. Yeah, Kim Alden of the Kim Alden team. Good morning, Kim. Hey, Randy. Good morning. I want to hear the, some great news about, uh, well, you're the expert. Let us know about home staging. So home staging really takes the personality out of the seller's home. And the buyers today are super, super picky. So paint is the simplest thing someone can do by someone having the kids' bedrooms being red, blue, yellow. By painting them a nice neutral grayish, it's going to make it someone come in and see an open palette of what they want to see. Um, Another great thing is removing the old brass light fixtures. Um, Menards, Home Depot, Lowe's. Are those still around, brass? Oh, yes, they are. (laughs) They are. Um, Home, you know, the the box to Home Depot's, Menards, Lowe's, they're great places to go and look. One of the services we offer is a stager to come in. She'll even pick at them for you. Painting your own cabinets is a huge return on investment. Um, I had a client say, I'm allergic to oak. I was like, how can you be allergic to a wood product? That's crazy. Um, But that's where they're thinking. They want the white kitchen. So paint is the biggest thing that you can do. And then remove your clutter. You're moving. Start to pack. I always tell people, this is pre-packing. Go out, buy 50 boxes and fill them up. When I'm appraising houses, sometimes, well, it's been like this a long time, It's a three-car garage, but they have three cars in the driveway because there's stuff all inside the garage. Talk about declutter. Dumpsters. Dumpsters, yeah. Dumpsters. Dumpsters, um, junk kings, junk yards. Um, People always want to put the stuff in the garage, and it's rather be in the garage than in the house. Nobody wants to look at your jam-packed bookcases. They want to look at what they would put in those bookcases. Take down the pictures of your family and friends and children They don't want to see it. It distracts from the actual viewing of the home. Um, Again, when you take everything down to paint your walls, don't put the pictures back up. Let them envision where they're going to want to put things. I absolutely love that because I've gone to some houses where they were, well, one lady was uh, very religious and she had a whole three rooms of the house, pictures of the the current or the past um, uh, religious person who was the head of the cardinal and all of this and then somebody else was into sports and they had sports memorabilia all over all the walls and then some other house they had magnets all over the refrigerator and everything in the kitchen about where they traveled to so it's important to declutter and make it neutral hey we're coming up to a quick break we'll be right back with kim alden you're listening to real estate revealed with Randy Parcella. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning on AM 560 The Answer on the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Good morning, America. I think spring is starting to spring a little bit and I'm getting excited. Um, hey, thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. And uh, we are just so excited to be with you. I think we're starting our 14th year now. Just amazing. Hey, right before the break, we were talking with one of the premier real estate brokers from Compass in Barrington, Kim Alden of the Kim Alden team. And she was talking about the importance of home staging and and more a few of the highlights that you said right before. Um, Paint, light fixtures, painting your cabinets, removing clutter, removing personal items. You know, 
as personal as this is, like we had to sell my mom's house this past year and my sister was going, we don't need to do anything. Her house is going to sell. So we met with two realtors because it was out of state. One realtor said, oh, we can sell it for this price. The other realtor who I picked was like, let's do a little bit of staging and see what we can do. So we painted, we painted her cabinets, we removed everything from her house. Um, When it was done, my mom didn't even recognize her home. She's like, wait a minute, that's not my house. It was fantastic. And not only was that fantastic, we got 12 offers. She got $95,000 over what the first realtor said if we didn't do anything. So talk about value. We spent about $11,000 and our return was over $95,000. So staging, contrary to a lot of people's uh, beliefs, because they don't know enough about it, the importance of staging, you you got to enforce that. It's huge. It, it, I mean, paint can change the value of a house by 10%. It'll shorten the time down by probably down to a week in today's marketplace. The today's buyers don't want to do the work. They can't envision it, especially if a seller has wallpaper they're really going to want to go, how am I going to get that off? And you know what? A lot of people now that I've seen the past year, maybe year and a half, they had to move out. So the house is vacant. But where the furniture used to sit on the carpeting that may be 20 years old, there's stains where the couch was. So you said carpeting is important, too. Carpeting is important. Flooring is important. Flooring, period. Right. People don't want carpet. You know, the new alternative is the laminate wood products. They're great. They're uh Life proof. They're pretty indestructible. So people are really moving more towards that. Um, it fits into the farmhouse look that everyone is desiring right now in the marketplace. And I've seen doors on hinges with roller bars, the door, the barn doors in rooms now. Yes, the barn doors. More, are, mostly in basements, though. The barn doors are really big. We're seeing people use the barn doors a lot where there's tight space where they don't want to lose this. Oh, space. have the door open up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been a big thing. A lot of master bathroom um, where the door is going to come into the room, take up space where they'd want to put a dresser. They're doing a barn door and it eliminates that two and a half inches or two and a half feet of swing room. So uh, some other items that you do in staging other than flooring and carpet, you know, flooring is what's with the carpeting too and painting. What else is important? Um, just if maybe you, furniture, furniture, a lot of times we'll remove furniture. Um, oh, if there's too much. Okay. There's too much. I just had a property in the city and they had a bar in their kitchen. Oh, and it was in the should, part, yeah. part where the family room was and no one can envision the family room. So we asked them to take it out and the very next showing people were like, oh, wow, I see the family room here where before they couldn't see it because the bar was there. It was an unusual use of space. And you know what? I did an appraisal a few years back where the dining room on a tri-level home, living room, dining room, kitchen on the first level, the dining room area was a big bar. They had to get rid of it. They couldn't sell it. Yeah, it's hard. People don't want a bar in the middle of their house. You know, if it's in a basement, it's acceptable. But if it's in a different room, they just don't know how to use it because it's unique to that person. And what about if people can't afford to actually stage the home? I think you've got a unique program, what I've read. Yes, Compass has a great program called Compass Concierge. They'll actually loan you the money interest-free to be able to do some of these uh, improvements in your home. And the great thing is, is you get to still pick your contractors. I absolutely love it. So, I mean, you've got a a really one-stop shop for real estate sales. Um, it's It's amazing. A lot of people say... But but you're but you know that's what a good realtor is supposed to do. You're supposed to have a good marketing plan for them and help them sell it. And I think staging is really important. Staging is probably one of the most important things a seller can do to get their home sold in a for the most money in the shortest amount of time.
And there's a lot of articles been written on that, too, uh, about staging. And I think not enough people actually do it. And I think that um, as an appraiser, too, I'm walking through vacant houses and where they had stuff on the wall. There's the gray or brown uh, stains where it, the pictures used to be. And there's stains on the carpeting where the uh, furniture used to be. You really will get a lot more money if you spruce it up, change the flooring, change some painting, and if it's completely vacant, um, maybe adding furniture. And you've got resources for that? Yes, we do have resources for that. Another favorite of ours is doing virtual staging where the photographers actually come in and place furniture. It just gives people a sense of the space. And so, Kim Alden, how can somebody get a hold of you for your expert advice? Um, my email is kim at kimalden.com or 847-254-5757 is my cell. Or just get out to the website at realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's a lot of information about Kim Alden, uh, the premier real estate broker from Compass and Barrington. Wow, we are so excited to have her uh, as a really great co-host of the show. Hey, and speaking of uh, information, um, you can get out to uh, Facebook right now this morning. I have videos of everybody in the studio. Yeah, Real Estate Revealed um, on Facebook. And speaking of great information, and she loves to hear good jokes from what I understand, but, uh, hey, you're not sure which space for your business? Ask the landlord for a proposal. That What a brilliant idea. But we've got the managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. Yeah, Teresa Mueller. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Randy. Thank you. And I'm in an awesome mood because it's my birthday weekend. So if Nice. You, Last week was my birthday weekend. Now it's yours. It's like the birthday month for the crew here, the radio crew, right? Right, absolutely. And uh, if actually, if you go on my webpage, trellium.com, and uh, send me a link that you heard it on here, I'll send you a gift card. I'll give, do a reverse present. I love it. Sound good? Yeah. <laughs> so um, last year this time, I talked about um, LOI. Uh, what is that? Letter Laughing of intent. Out loud? Oh no, letter, oh, L-O-I, letter of intent. Okay. Loss of, <laughs> or loss of interest, whatever you want it to be. But yeah, we I talked about letter of intent, and this is about a year ago. And uh, do you remember any of the components of letter of intent? Do you know the? What is? Do you know the letters of intent components? What are they? Um, basically, what they're offering to the landlord, what the terms are going to be, what the price of the per square footage is going to be. Are they going to pay the taxes? Are they going to pay part of the utilities? Exactly. So last good, good job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she's right on it. It's like we're in real estate business, right? So what I was talking about, exactly those terms, right? So when you put together a letter of, letter of intent, you need to say things, for example, obviously the broker information and the tenant information, landlord. So the basic components of who's who in, in this process. Um, then you also want to know about pricing, what are you going to pay for the space? Uh, you also want to know the uh, time frame that you're going to be leasing. So I kind of half joked that, uh, you know, I had went to Ireland and this past week was St. Pat's Day. I was, you know, wearing green for St. Pat's Day and and wearing it today, too. And, um, you know, if you went to... Uh, ever been to Ireland and go visit the Guinness uh, place, they have a lease for 9,000 years. Oh, wow. So uh, actually nowadays, it's probably going to be a little bit shorter term. Uh, you know, some of the mom and pop places are asking for shorter term leases. And actually, that's one of the things that I help with is uh, shorter term leases as well. I would but, imagine with what happened the last year and a half uh, with COVID, a lot of vacancies on a commercial 
property, they may not say, hey, you, you have to do a 10-year or a five-year lease. I think they'd be happy to put a year in there, somebody in there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, rather than having vacancy, right, let's come to terms on something shorter. Obviously, you're not going to ask for a lot of TI. What is that? Tenant improvement. Uh, and so that's another component of the LOI is how much money are you asking from the landlord to fix up the space, especially in retail or office space? That might not be the case in a like a warehouse situation or multifamily. Um, so you have those components. You have the pricing, you have the time frame, you have the TI. So I guess I want to kind of go through some examples of where we did something different. So that's typically how we do it. We put, put together an LOI. You know, I represent a tenant. We go look at the spaces and we say, okay, this is our favorite space uh, for our business or this is going to what's going to work out well. So let's go ahead and put our letter of intent with these variables in, involved. Well, Right now, you may have more than one space to choose from, especially office space, right? That's a really changing environment right now. And they're not, you know, some- is, is, it, is it not just the space? Is it also the location in the town, too? Right. Well, I mean, every every tenant has something different. So say they uh, are flexible. Not well, you know just- what? I don't want to rush you at all. And this is really important information. I'm getting uh, an education here, but I'm coming up to a quick break. Oh, my gosh. You are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host. And in studios, Kim Alden from um, Compass, the premier real estate broker from Barrington, and also Teresa Mueller. She's the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group, and uh, she's a great at the uh, commercial and industrial um, real estate. We'll be right back with more of Teresa Mueller. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. Salsa, oh my gosh. I'm in a great mood today. And don't we play the best music? I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host, and I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm out of breath. Dancing Salsa here. Um, welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And we are so excited to bring you valuable content and information each week to make your life stress-free, or maybe not stress-free, but a lot less stress in this mortgage and real estate market. Right before the break, we were talking with the um, managing broker owner of the Trillium Group, yeah, Teresa Mueller going over some great information about, um, you know, the, what do you call it, LOI, <laughs> yes. the top important points. You, of, want me, you want me to butt in here? So space. what I the, was the right talking space. about before, <laughs> before the break, I was saying how um, it is my b- birthday tomorrow, so I'll come back to that. Happy but birthday, Teresa Mueller. I was, <laughs> I was Mueller. also saying that um, what the components of the letter of intent is when you are that's it, that's getting it. space. I, was, I, I had it all. Right. When you're looking up. for commercial space, whether it be retail, office, industrial, et cetera, and the components of the letter of intent. And I kind of want to talk about some current scenarios because some uh, of the prospective tenants have more choices than they normally do because we have a little bit more vacancy. There's a lot of change in the marketplace right now with the, this past pandemic, right? You have more vacancy in office and retail centers, et cetera. So this gives an opportunity for some tenants to kind of either change up what their leases or have multiple options. And so I'll give give an example. So right now, one of my clients is an office client. And so we're looking at multiple office spaces and they're trying to kind of compare numbers. And rather than us putting a letter of intent for every single property, we have gone back to the landlord and say, hey, 
why don't you give us a proposal? So then my client can look to see, okay, what are the terms that they're willing to accept? Reverse marketing, reverse questioning. That's right, brilliant. Kind of like a reverse LOI, if you Landlord, will. Landlord, you tell us what you, because huh? you know what? They may give you a lower term of the lease a year instead of five, and they may give you a lower rent than you had even anticipated. Right. So you can I kind of that. look at the different variables. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, sometimes this could this certainly could happen on the residential side, too. But it's saying, okay, give us your best foot forward, right? And then it will maybe help you decide on that space. Similarly, but not the same as in residential, they say, I want your highest and final offer right now. You could tell that to the landlord. We want your best offer right now. That's exactly right. right? And it doesn't even really matter. Like, I mean, this it works a little bit easier if all the variables are the same, <laughs> especially like an office space. If you go in with a gross lease, which is where, you know, basically you're paying one fee for everything, right? When you, the more variables that you have, it becomes a little bit more complicated to ask for a proposal. But if it's a very simple office lease, you could just say, all right, what's what's the gross rent going to be? You know, what's the minimum time frame if, the, if you're looking for a shorter time frame? Cause, Absolutely. Because some it. <laughs> people are looking for shorter time frames right That's now. That's why we have the best, most intelligent, brilliant realtors in the Chicagoland area right here. On the Real Estate Real Radio Show. Totally. So if you are looking right now. These ladies don't just have a a face for TV. They are brilliant. They are smart. They are like professors. (laughs) The face for radio, right? That you can't see, right? Actually, you can because there's videos on Facebook, right? (laughs) So um, That's why you make the big bucks, YouTube. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I'm also doing it for a retail client. You know, I'm kind of throwing it out there to some of the landlords saying, hey, here's the kind of space requirements we need. Is this something that you have? For example, right now, uh, if you are in a... um, a place where there's an anchor store, a big grocery store. I have a client looking for like five to 7,000 square feet and for a 10-year lease. So if that sounds like something that would be awesome for you right now, talk to me and talk about what are some of the options that you have, especially if an end cap, that would be even a super duper bonus. So anyway, if you have questions about uh, letter of intent, all the different um, components that's in there, how we're doing this reverse prospecting, what are some of the space options? I'm always happy to help however you can. And remember, I did say, because it was my birthday, if you contact me on my birthday through my webpage, trellium.com, I will send you a gift. So, of course, you could always have the gift of hanging out with me, but I will send you a gift card if you if There's you too long of me. a waiting list for that. <laughs> so, What's your phone number? Uh, my number is 630-715-9999. Always happy to help however I can. Teresa Mueller, thank you so much. Hey, get Thanks. out to the website, realestaterevealed.com. You can vet more about her, see her videos, all of her testimonies, just some great information. And we're rolling right along here with more great information. Do you really need a home inspection after you made an offer? I don't know. In studio to share with us her valuable expertise and tips is the real estate expert from App Properties North Shore. Yeah, Paula Avenham. Good morning, Paula. Good morning. Um, okay, so this busy market and a lot of buyers out there, um, I get that question. I actually just had it this morning. Do I really need to do the inspection? I feel like I'm paying you know, for the realtor, for the lawyer fees, um, and so on and so forth. And this is just, you might be tempted to skip the home inspection. It costs about anywhere from two to $600. And here are 10 good reasons. Well, I have 10 good reasons I can share with you. I'm probably not going to be able to get through them all, but uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to tell you some right now. Um, You can't skip the home inspection. So first of all, the home inspection, um, with a quality home inspection, it can reveal critical information about the condition 
of the home and its systems. And you know what? I don't want to rush you at all with your talking points. We're coming up to a quick commercial break. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is Paula Avenham. She's one of the premier real estate brokers, experts from the North Shore at Properties. Yeah, Paula Avenham. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now, as an appraiser, I don't care how fast or how good of a deal and how fast you want this deal to fly. If you, oh, I'll let her explain. Paula Avenham is going to explain why you do need a home inspection. Hey, uh, when was the last time you get out to the website? Realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com, all about the show. And I've got videos right now on Facebook, Real Estate Revealed. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not on news you want to be Not unusual for us to have a blast every Sunday morning with you. Good morning, America. Welcome back to the Real Estate Reveal radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And right before the break, we were talking with uh, the premier real estate broker from the North Shore at At Properties, Paula Avenham. And uh, the question comes up, do I really need a home inspection? Um, you, you absolutely do. You need the home inspection. Um, it adds value. And here's where it adds value. Um, so it, it allows the buyer to um, become aware of the cost and the repairs and the maintenance of the home that may re- that might be required immediately um, and that b- might be required over time. So, you know, you want to know. You want to know what you're buying. You want to know what it looks like uh, short-term and long-term. And so if the buyer isn't comfortable with the findings of the home inspection, this is typically their last, uh, it presents one last opportunity to back out of the offer. Although we don't go in and, you know, get an executed contract and go into AI hoping that we're going to back out. That's never the intention. Um, We just don't know what we're going to find. So the other thing that we find in an inspection, we find, um, you know, uh, that it offers value to the buyer is that a home inspection can detect safety issues like radon, carbon monoxide, mold, um, and mold, which all homes um, should be tested for. I have three homes right now currently in the North Shore that um, we tested for radon and all three homes came back uh, with findings. Yeah. So I was, I was surprised myself actually, but, but they were revealed and that's important. So we're having them mitigated. Um, the third thing is that it can reveal illegal additions and installations on the property. So some people like to, you know, finish their basement or they like to add a, a sunroom or things like that. And they like to do it themselves. So they don't go to the village to get the permits and while that's beautiful for them and nice living, <laughs> guilty. Um, so, but um, <laughs> every, a lot of people do it. So, you know, you're not the only one, but a lot of people do it. But the problem is, is that when you're going to sell, I mean, it can create a problem. It's really up to the buyer uh, once that information is revealed and whether or not they're going to just uh, go forward uh, or not, of course. Hey, take that $50,000 addition down. <laughs> you never got a permit. <laughs> right. Don't do it. <laughs> well, why would a buyer forego an inspection? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, there is, is maybe because like Tim, fear of missing out. They, they want the house and they don't want to. No. I mean, so even properties that are um, as is, so let's say it's a short sale, um, you know, or it's, it's listed as is, you still don't want to forego the um, inspection. So, you know, when you have a contract and you check that box and it says as is, it doesn't mean that you're checking the box, a waiving inspection. If none of my clients, I don't, I would strongly, strongly encourage them not to not have the inspection. The only reason I ask, because sometimes when you watch these TV shows like the Property Brothers, 
and they forego an inspection. And then when they're I, taking everything everything apart, they find all these problems, right. asbestos or yeah, rotten wood. I mean, the only time maybe like that somebody would want to do that, I feel, is if they're just going to tear the property down and build brand new construction. Um, that's the only time. I, I have another property um, in Lake Forest that is um, – so I knew there was some wetlands. It was flagged as wetlands. But sure enough, when the builder submitted a contract and had his inspector, and it's as is, had his inspector come in, they did find that there was some issue. The wetland went further. And if we needed to know, he needed to know where that easement line was, you know, without ordering the title search yet or, you know, having the survey and things like that. The seller didn't have the survey. So he was able to see where there would be an encroachment or an easement line, and he would need to build to the you know, west of the property, not to the east. So okay. that those all those things are, make a difference. It depends on then. Then you find out how big of a home you can build, how much money you want to pay for the land, because then you also have to build a brand new house. Okay. And also, too, Paula, expensive. if somebody waves a home inspection and you move in, it might have been vacant for a couple of years. You have mold throughout the whole HVAC system, yeah. the ductwork, and you might have some cracked foundation issues and flooding. You're in big trouble unless you get a home trouble. inspection. That those cost of those the cost of those repairs um, can add up so quickly, and next thing you know, you're at you know twenty five, fifty thousand dollars. So yeah. you recommend a home inspection always. Always. I do too. How can <laughs> somebody get a hold of you for more detailed information? Yeah, please give me a call at seven seven three nine eight eight. 7341, or you can email me at paulaevenum at properties.com or you can find me on the show, on the website, AM560 Real Estate Revealed. Thank you very much, Paula Evanum. <laughs> wow. wow, I was getting an uh, education here from everybody on the show. And speaking of education, market volatility in real estate and the stock market. Wow. In studio is the premier certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah, Gary Brown. Good morning, Gary. Hey, good morning, Randy. Good morning, Paula. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, understanding market volatility can help you make smart investing decisions, even when the stock and real estate markets seem scary. Uh, going back into the early to mid-1600s, there was a different type of volatility revolving around tulips. And tulip, really? Yeah, tulip bulbs were being were coming from uh, Tur- Turkey in the uh, late 1500s, and people all of a sudden liked this unusual flower. So in the mid to early 1600s in in uh, Netherlands, Dutch, uh, People really it became a status symbol to have turkey. I mean, uh, tulip bulbs in your garden. You don't and, know this, but every year I, I plant two hundred and fifty. Not me, but two hundred fifty red tulips. So and, pretty. Yeah, and so what happened? And was, I'll post them again in May. But you're going to see. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so they became such a status symbol that in today's dollars, the top bulbs were going for like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Get out of here. No, I mean the average bulbs wow. are going for like fifty thousand to one hundred fifty thousand in today's dollars. That's so interesting. Yeah. I never and known so, that. oh, look at what's happening with GameStop. The volatility of that, mm-hmm. that stock cost. The stock market doesn't like uncertainty, and all of a sudden you have this stock coming out of nowhere, and it's shooting up from, you know, ten dollars in a matter of a couple of weeks to four hundred eighty-three dollars. Wow. Gary yeah. Bronner, we're coming up to a quick break, and this is really good information, and I don't want to rush you at all. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. When we come back, more of Gary Browner, Certified Financial Planner, Country Financial. Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. You're like heaven on earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true. Oh my gosh. 
I love dancing. I love being here on the radio. I love my audience. Our audience is just amazing. It's, uh, we're starting our 14th year now, and uh, that, well, that's all we do. We, try, we don't sell anybody anything. We just try to bring you valuable content and information to make your life less stress in this real estate mortgage market and financial market. So Gary Browner, one of the brainiacs of the show here, he's got really great information every week, and today is about the volatility of real estate and the stock market. Yeah. Is market volatility a good thing? Of course. That's what's called a buying opportunity. Paul, I probably imagine that you probably saw in the 2008-2009 period when everybody was panicking on the on their housing market, tons of foreclosures coming to the market, and people were just you know, scared to get back into real estate, but the true investors were finding dimes, you know, pennies on the dollar of, it, of it, uh, yeah. opportunities yeah. available. All those yeah. properties. And, and then... cash was probably king at that point, so sure. you close it immediately. Yeah. And same thing like in the stock market. I mean, when we had a lot of volatility that was just recently in February and March, it was one of the second highest VIX points uh, historically. The highest VIX uh, reading we ever had was in October of 2009 when it was around 89. And we had an 82 reading back in March, February of uh, 2020 when the pandemic started. And uh, we had all these lockdowns occurring in that respect. But once again, if you had cash and you're king because you had tons of opportunities. And if you blinked, you missed that. Re- the recession was only like a two-month period that lasted at that point. I know they last a little bit longer in the real estate market. But in the stock market, our recessions are contracting so much that they happen so quickly that if you have cash, you can make a big, you know, Big increase on your on your farm. Gary, what do people like? What's a good uh, uh, is it is it, what's a good amount to start in some stocks? I mean, do you get advise people and any dollar amount works. My son, when he was sixteen years old, liked Nintendo. He bought Nintendo at that point mm-hmm. for two hundred dollars in a few months. Or he, I can't remember how long. His money doubled, and then he bought Amazon at the time when it was around four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and. Now Amazon's like three thousand dollars. Can my seventeen-year-old son open up an account? Uh, or well, how old, is there an age limit that you have? Well, to? that would be like a custodial account. Mm-hmm. You would have to be attached to that okay. account. And but what I encourage, like what I encourage with my children, is to get involved in things that you know and use. Yeah, I mean Amazon, Makes sense. Apple, mm-hmm. uh, GameStop. I mean, look what's yeah. happening in no, GameStop right now. Uh, but it's just the idea that you know, you it's better. It's, it's always best to start anytime you have money if you have a dollar you have ten dollars if you have a million dollars it doesn't really matter but the idea of the fact that just get yourself acquainted with how the market works in the real estate market or in the stock market and figure out what's going to be best i mean you're you're a big proponent of the uh of real estate i'm not a big proponent of real estate because i remember when my dad had apartment buildings and when i was 16 years old we get a call at thursday evening after dinner we'd have to shoot out from the south side of chicago to lamont to take care of somebody who put uh, nylons down this, uh, to a toilet in that respect. Yeah, you know, they say that, like, the um, in the housing market now, the millennials um, sort of, like, are slow to move to buy things because of their parents' experiences with buying back then. So, you know, like, these cyclical right. cycles that you go through. Well, I think the, the millennials, too, are kind of, from what I've been reading, are kind of fearful in the sense of the way this market has exploded. They may have saw, you know, a few months ago they got pre-approved for a certain price. Now rates have come up, and they that dream home that they wanted is now a little bit out of reach in there. Hey, Carrie, how can somebody get a hold of you for more of your oh. expert advice one-on-one? Yeah, you can call me at 630-863-4775, or you can go to the website, www.realestatereveal.com, and pull my bio off with everybody else on there, and you can get all my contact information and get a hold of me.
Thank you so much, Gary Browner. Hey, uh, thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. And I got to thank a couple of the other sponsor uh, calls that are not here, but they'll be here next week. Pat Canone, mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Sandra Wright, premier realtor from Chicago Properties. Vincent Arricchio, the premier commercial and residential attorney. And Mark McKenna from Baird and Warner. And of course, our great producer, Joshua Buckhalter. Be well, make it a great week, and I can't wait to see you again here next Sunday morning on the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show.